Hey everybody, welcome to church today, wherever you're tuning in from online. Uh, we're just so glad you've come to share your day with us today. Welcome to anyone, especially maybe you're tuning in from around the globe. Uh, we've just seen so many more people pick up our services from around countries uh, all across our world. And so we just welcome you. You're awesome. We're so glad you're here and we pray you have an amazing day today. I want to share the Word of God with you this morning. You can open up in your, if you've got the app, you can open up in the app, the notes tab. And in that you can follow along with the sermon. You can follow the scriptures. You can even have some fill in the blank points that were put in there that you can follow along with us as well. But I want to read today from the book of First Corinthians chapter number two. Starting in verse number 14, I'm reading from the English Standard Version because that's my standard language that I use. It says this, to the natural person, oh, sorry, the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for they are folly to him and he's not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. I wanna preach a message today called Naturally Spiritual and Spiritually Natural. This is a message I've actually brought uh, a number of weeks ago, but I really felt led to bring it to this platform and encourage you and stir you in the season that we're in with this message. I remember uh, when I came to faith, I came to faith as an 18-year-old young man, and I, and I came uh, from a very natural uh, worldview, a very naturalistic perspective. I had no grounding in the Word. I had no uh, sort of history of being in church or anything like that, and, and in fact, the, the, a few weeks ago was our induction service as the senior pastors of Elam Christian Center, and uh, that day to the day was 19 years since I walked into the doors of our Botany campus and gave my life to Jesus, and God's done an amazing work in the process. But I came into this place from a narrow, very natural perspective, and many of you have probably done the same, and I came into church uh, but because I had a, a longing, a deeper sense of of looking for meaning and looking for purpose and looking for hope and answers and truth and all this kind of stuff going on on the inside of me. And I came into church and, and what I discovered was a whole bunch of just kind of weird people who were singing these songs uh, to this, this God and, and lifting their hands in church. I was like, bro, calm down. You put your hands down. Maybe you, some of you are doing that in your, in your living room today. You're singing, you're lifting your hands, you're, you're praising God no matter where you are. And although I didn't fully understand everything I was seeing, what I did discover was something that just met me at a way deeper level than I ever experienced. I may not have understood everything, but I did have an encounter with the Spirit of Almighty God. See, I believe in the heart of every person, every human being, there is a longing for greater meaning and greater purpose. And some of you maybe are even tuning in online today because you felt a stirring to, to, to find and discover something more than just a natural perspective. The, the reason you've got that longing and you've got that stirring and you've got that drawing towards God is because you're not just natural, you're both natural and spiritual. You're a, you're, you're a more complex being than, than you think. And you see, to the, to the natural person, everything has a natural explanation. You can explain everything naturally. You're just looking at this world from a natural perspective. See, to the natural person, there's no miracles. To the natural person, there's no supernatural power. To the natural person, there's no supernatural healing. To the natural person, there's no gifts of the Holy Spirit. To the natural person, the Bible is just another book amongst many books. To the natural person, there's no spirit. It all is natural. And consequently, with that worldview, to the natural person, there is also no God because the Bible says that God is 
spirit. And, and I don't wanna, I wanna, want us to never be a church or I don't ever wanna be the kind of person, the kind of Christian that's just a natural Christian. And you can see this becoming a problem so easily. I don't ever wanna just be a natural Christian. I don't ever want us to be a church where we're just a natural church. There's a nice church and nice services and does good things. And I don't ever want us to only have natural power and natural answers and natural solutions and natural wisdom and natural vision. I believe if we're going to see as a church all that God has for us be established, we're going to need so much more. We're going to walk into the plans and purposes that He has for us. We we need so much more than our natural understanding and our natural wisdom and our natural gifting and our natural ability. We need supernatural move of God. We need God's Spirit to empower us. We need to go far beyond just our natural. We need supernatural wisdom. We need divine wisdom. We, we, We need God's Spirit to empower Empower us to go far beyond. We need spiritual breakthrough. We need spirit-led answers. We need spiritual solutions. Otherwise, as a people, as a church, and as Christians, we'll only ever achieve the level of our natural ability. And I'm telling you, church, God has got more for us than our natural ability will ever take us. That's why Paul, I love the Apostle Paul. That's why he learned that he could boast in his weaknesses. He's like, man, I'm, I can boast in my weakness because I know when I'm weak, God's power is manifest in a greater measure in my life. If I'm gonna do all that God has called me to do, it can't just be in my natural ability, in my natural strength, in my natural inclinations. It has to be empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit and Almighty God at work in my life. It's naturally spiritual and spiritually natural. I believe right now in the season we're in, we need to know the supernatural power of God at work in our lives and in our world. See, I've noticed, um, I've been around church for a long time now and been pastoring and leading for a while. And I've noticed a couple of types of Christians uh, that we find in church. And maybe you, you might resonate with some of this. Uh, I've, I've observed two types of Christians that I see. There's the lazy, but spiritually busy. And there's the busy, but spiritually lazy. Let me unpack those two a little bit for you. There's the lazy, but spiritually busy. In the, in the natural, they're pretty lazy. They may be unreliable. They're not really involved, not super committed, but they are super spiritual. Like they are, you know, they're super sparrow, but in the natural, they're kind of lazy and uncommitted and they sort of float in and float out. And then you've got the other side, which is the busy but spiritually lazy. They are fully involved, show up to everything, serve all the time on every team, do everything, but they have a very shallow spirit-led life. And I, well, I don't ever want us to be a people that fall into those categories. I think the best place that we could live as Christians is this. The best place for us to be is naturally active, but spiritually attentive. Uh, We are naturally active. We're naturally engaged in, in all that we need to, but the Spirit of God is what has our attention. The Spirit of God is what is leading us in all things. And I wanna speak to these two areas, the natural and the spiritual, because I think there's some things we can do to actually maximize both those areas. And and I wanna speak firstly to how we can maximize our natural. Here's my first thought for you, and you can fill this in, in your notes. First one is this, number one, work hard. In the natural, we can work really hard. That's like, we can do that. We can maximize our natural by, by giving our absolute best. Uh, a while ago, Bex and I and our kids went to Disney World uh, in America and it was an amazing experience. But I've learned this, no one on this planet 
works harder than those live character people at Disney World. Those guys are on their game all the time. I mean, these dudes dressed up in goofy suits, there's Cinderella, there's Peter Pan, and it's 40 degree heat, and they cannot break character, man. They are the happiest people on earth. They're so happy to see you, even when that really old sweaty guy with a singlet on and a mullet, like with no hair on top, but he's still rocking the mullet at the back. He comes and hugs Peter Pan for a photo. He cannot break character. This is a tough, tough job. They, these guys work so hard, man. But here's what I learned from that. Man, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you work in, no matter where you're involved, you can bring your best every single day. You can bring the best you. You can work hard. You can show up on time. You can be trustworthy. You can be reliable. You can do the tasks that you're given with excellence. The Bible says do all things as unto God. If you've got a job to do, do it the best you can. Stop cutting corners. Stop making excuses. Stop showing up late. Go above and go beyond. If you serve in church, man, serve well. I know right now in the season we're in, there's, there's not a lot of services to serve in, but you can serve your family. You can serve the people around you. You can serve your, your, your small, you can serve people really well. Use the online platforms that you have. Use Google Hangout, use FaceTime call. Like serve people really well. You can actually bring your best and you can work really hard to, to, do, to do that. Go above and beyond in your area. Man, I wanna encourage you, bring your best and work hard. It's, it's called being naturally active. We can do that, naturally active. The second thought I have in terms of to maximize your natural is to manage yourself. Like manage yourself really well. Uh, the start of this year, I've kind of come out of a really interesting season in terms of my own, uh, my own health. But while we were away, we were away um, through most of sort of December, in January, we had a sabbatical leave and we took some time out as a family. But for the majority of that time, um, I contracted a really bad virus and it went into my inner ears and I had this thing called labyrinthitis and it just, it was just horrific. And it just totally for, for, for nine weeks just wrecked my body and coming off the back end of that, oh my, man, it's just taken time for my body to heal and for it to get well and for my immune system to be back upright and for strength to come back to my body and all those kinds of things. And so, so I've learned in the season, man, I've got to, I've got to learn to manage myself really well. And there's certain things I can do. There's certain things I can't do. There's certain things I need to pull back on and so I can engage better in different areas. And so, uh, you know, people are praying. People are like, you know, no, I mean, so many people are praying for me. I've had people praying for me all day, every day for so long. And we're going to seek God in the spiritual. But I want to tell you, we can do stuff in the natural to help us be better. I can get good sleep. I can eat good food. I can take vitamins that I need to take. I can get margin where I need to get margin. I can take rest when I need to take rest. But this is the thing. In the natural, you can actually maximize your ability by managing yourself well. Make sure you're looking after yourself. Make, even in the season right now, as, as you may be facing lockdown, like, listen, get good sleep. Don't, don't take it as an excuse to stay up all night watching Netflix. Keep managing yourself really well. But keep the discipline of your life rolling. Make sure you're doing at-home workouts or go for a walk in the park where nobody is or do some sit-ups or some push-ups or something at home. Exercise, do those things. Keep margin in your life. 
Don't, don't stay all day on social media. Like it's only gonna like feed anxiety and fear and all kinds of stuff that you might be facing. Just take time out of that kind of stuff. Be, be careful what you're letting in. Be careful what you're feeding on and you're putting inside your body. Maybe take it this time to learn and get better at the stuff that you do. Maybe upskill yourself. There's things that you can do to make yourself better in the natural. And they're all very natural solutions, naturally Active. It's called being naturally active. There's just a few thoughts you can do. But here's what I will say on top of that. If as a church and as followers of Christ, if we only rely on the natural to get us to where God is calling us to go, we will always come up short because the natural will only take us so, so far. And then we need something greater than that, something bigger than that. We need the spiritual to come alive so we can step fully into what God has got for us naturally active, but spiritually attentive. And I believe in this time and in this season, God is calling us to a greater spirit-led life. I think this time and this season could be the very season God is leading us into to say, hey, let's step back, pull back, and just hang back and actually get back to the basics of a spirit-led, spirit-filled, Holy Spirit-empowered, word-led life. And maybe right now, that is exactly what God is calling you and I to in our life. Here's some thoughts on how you can develop a greater spirit-led life so you can be naturally active but spiritually attentive. Firstly is this, begin everything with prayer. Begin everything with prayer. Like when you start your day, like at the start of our year as a church, we always do 21 days of prayer. And, uh, and, I, and I hope that for you, at the end of 21 day, days of prayer, it's just a comma, not a full stop on prayer. Uh, I pray that your prayer life in the season would actually grow and go to a whole a whole nother level. You go, listen, in this season, wherever you're doing, wherever you're going, you're starting your day, begin every day with prayer. Begin every day by saying, God, I need you. God, I wanna honour you first. God, I wanna seek your face today. God, I want you to lead me in everything. If you're not including God in everything, how are you being led by His Spirit? You've gotta begin everything with prayer. Whatever you're doing, begin it with prayer. I think there's these moments in our life uh, where we need to just invite God into everything. Invite Him into everything. Beginning of your meals. Maybe you're stuck at home right now and you're thinking about what to do. Just invite God into those moments. Invite God into those situations. Invite God into those phone calls that you make and say, God, when I, as I make this phone call to this friend, this family member, I pray you'd lead me. I pray you'd give me wisdom and guidance. God, I pray you'd speak through me to the people. God, this day, help me to lead my kids well and my family well. God, I pray today that you'd speak to me in a fresh way. I, I kind of think, we need those moments in our lives where if God doesn't show up, we're stuffed. You know, I think it's a good place to be because then you have to go beyond the natural. You have to go beyond your ability. You have to rely on the power of Almighty God. I want to tell you, friends, I want to encourage you right now in this season, begin every day with a meaningful devotion life. Have a meaningful devotion life where you're getting in the Word, you're getting that daily bread. I love what Jesus says when He's, when he's actually challenging the devil. He says, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What Jesus is saying there is the natural is not enough to sustain you. The natural right now will not be enough to sustain you, to grow you and see you through to the other side of what you're facing. You need to develop a healthy home in the Word of God. Find a home in the Word, man. Just open that Word every day and begin to live in that place. 
man, I'm so glad that, that we, when God sends us out into this world to go and live for Him and be His church and love people and spread the good news, He doesn't leave us alone. I remember when I was a young man, I, I was about 13 years old and I was working in a factory, but I was like the admin guy in the factory. So I was in the office adminning numbers, data entry stuff, and, and they had some a pressure on the warehouse floor. So I had to go down to the warehouse floor. And this one guy says to me, hey, do you know how to drive a forklift? And, and I'm a man, man. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna admit that I can't drive something. So I'm like, yeah, of course I can drive a forklift. I was 13 years old. I had no idea what I was doing. So I get in this forklift and he goes, bro, can you just, can you just move that pallet over there? Just start moving those, these pallets. Just move them over there. I'm like, yeah, cool, bro. Just remind me, how, how does this work? How does this one work? I haven't driven this one before. How does this one work? And so he showed me real quick what to do. I was like, okay, cool. And then he left. And, and so I had been given instruction of what to do, but I was without help. So I had to just go for it. I drove that forklift straight into the pallet in front of me. The forks went through the, the produce that was on the pallet. White powder began just funneling out of this thing all over the floor in the warehouse and I'm freaking out. The boss runs over, he's holding his head. He's almost in the fetal position saying, oh, big damage, big damage. He's freaking out and he kicks me off the fork. He goes, listen, I got given instruction. I got told what I had to do. But, I, but what I needed was a helper. I needed someone to sit there and go, hey, pull that lever a little bit. Just go slow here. Just do, do this. You know, when Jesus sends us out into this world, he, he gives us a great commission. He says, go into all the world, preach the good news, baptize people, teach them everything I've, 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 I've taught you. And, and then he says, but don't go do that until you receive this. You receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our guide. He's the one who is with us. He is God with us. And He will guide us and lead us and teach us. And He is our helper, the Bible says. One of His names is the helper. And He comes alongside. And we're not out there doing this alone. He will lead us with His voice. He will stir us. He will move us. And He will help us do what God has called us to do. Naturally active spiritually attentive. My second thought is this. Um, if you wanna build a greater spirit-led life, look for the God solution. Number two, look for the God solution. In everything that we have, there's gotta be those moments where God shows up and God does something. And in, in all our interactions, we need to look around and go, what's the God solution? Where's God opening a door here? Or what's God gonna do here? I love the story of our campus churches and all the land and all the facilities we've been able to purchase. And when you talk to Pastor Luke about that, our senior minister, he tells these stories about just these God moments. So these, these, these things where it was like, Man, God just set that up and we could walk through and we almost live in this miracle of facilities and campuses and people. But he's saying that in everything that we go into, there's gotta be the God factor. There's gotta be the God factor where God actually orchestrates something. God moves something. I wanna encourage you, friends, in all your interactions and in, in all the problems you might be facing, look for the God solution. God might be opening a door that you haven't seen yet. Go for the God solution. Naturally active, spiritually attentive. My third thought is this. Pray in the Spirit every day. Pray in the Spirit. We are a Spirit-filled church. We're a Pentecostal church. We believe in the full gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe every believer should be filled with the Holy Spirit and live out of the abundance of what He brings. And I wanna, I wanna challenge you, friends, if you're a Spirit-filled Christian, to pray in the Spirit every day. The Bible says that the praying of tongues, it edifies the Spirit. It edifies you. It builds you up. And if you wanna have a greater Spirit-led life, then pray, learn to pray in the Spirit every single day. In 
engage in those opportunities to use the spiritual gifts that God has placed in your life. You'll be amazed at what God does in your heart and in your life and the attentiveness you have to His Holy Spirit as you begin to engage the gifts that He's placed on the inside of you, naturally active, but spiritually attentive. And my last thought for you today is this. Number four, if you wanna build a greater spirit-led life, number four, get around spiritual people. Get around spiritual people. I've learned um, in church that the less church I have, the more natural I become. So the less I'm around the people and the family of God, the more natural I, I, I go, the more natural I incline towards. And right now we're in a season where we can't gather physically together, small groups can't gather physically together, church can't happen physically together, but I wanna encourage you, no matter where you are, to keep getting around spiritual people. Engage in your small group. Use the online platforms you got. Use Google Hangout. If you're on Zoom, use Zoom. Use FaceTime, use Skype. Use any medium you have. Use like Facebook Live or Instagram, whatever. Use those online platforms to continue to engage with the family of God and with spiritual people. If you disconnect yourself from the church at this time, you will find yourself becoming more and more natural as you go. I wanna say, continue to meet together. Continue to gather together. We can't do it physically, but we can do it in different ways. Use your phone, call people. If you're not into technology, just phone people, man. Call people, talk to spirit-filled, spirit-led people. Talk to big spirit people, man. Talk to those people that you admire in the Holy Spirit. Talk to those people that you look up to in God and actually just give them a phone call. Say, hey man, can we just talk? I just need some encouragement. I need someone to stir me. Uh, uh, it, it's so powerful and it's so important. Keep connecting, small group leaders. Keep connecting with your small group. Use Google Hangout. Use those platforms to connect with your people and keep stirring each other. Make getting to the Sunday church platform online a priority for you. It could be so easy to neglect and go, ah, it's just online and probably pre-recorded because of the lockdown. Don't let that stop you. The Bible says, God says, He knows the plans He has for you. He already foreknows His plans for you, friends. So if He foreknows the plans He has for you, maybe He foreknew the message I'm preaching today, a few weeks before it's getting delivered, is the exact word that God wants to deliver to your heart right here and right now. God is bigger. The Holy Spirit is so much bigger than you think. I want to I stir you up and inspire, get around people that are going to inspire you to be sharper in the things of God and go to a whole another level. It's naturally active, but spiritually attentive. Let's work hard in the natural, do what we can do, but let's not stop there. Let's always be a church that is led by the Spirit of God, that is engaged in the Word, in worship, in church, in, in meeting together, and in growing in our own personal faith in God. God has more. He always does. God's got more. He's got more territory for us to take. He's, got, he's positioning us for more, more souls, greater influence. And, and I think we're stepping into, we're living in a season of the miraculous of God, where God is doing something across this globe which is gonna cause an incredible strength to come to the church and many, many lost people to come to know Him. I wanna pray for us, firstly, that we would have a greater level of spiritual attentiveness. But then I wanna pray for you today if you don't know Jesus. And I'm gonna to get to you real soon. Let me pray for you, all of you church, everyone, no matter where you are today, in homes, in your car, wherever you are, I wanna pray for you. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, awaken our hearts and our spirits. May we have a greater level of attentiveness 
to the leading of your Holy Spirit. May we not just be people who rely on the natural, but may we be people that pursue the spiritual. May you grow us in this area and cause us to come alive in this season, I pray in Jesus' name. Friend, if you're here tuning in with us, no matter where you're from, and you don't know Jesus, I wanna tell you a few things. Firstly, God loves you. He loves you more than you'll ever know. He's got a great plan for your life. We all mess up, like every one of us messes up. The Bible says, Bible says that all have fallen short of God's glorious standard. And, and the Bible calls that sin, the wrong stuff we do in our life, the things that are in disobedience with God's ways. And our sin, it separates us from God. But God in His amazing grace, He sent His own Son Jesus to a cross. When He died on that cross, He took upon Himself the payment that you and I were due for our sin. And He extends to every one of us today not judgment or condemnation. He extends to you His free gift of grace. See, He conquered death and the grave and He rose to new life to bring new life to you. And you can receive today His forgiveness for your sin. You can receive a brand new start, a brand new life that begins right here, right now, right where you are. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. God will make you a brand new person by changing you from the inside out. Get to walk into the plans that God has got for your life. You're not a mistake or an accident. God has got plans for you, friends. He wants to use you to change this world. And then, friend, you receive this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. This life is not the end of the story. God is painting on a much bigger canvas. It's called eternity, and He's preparing a place for you. And right now, if you don't know Jesus or you're far from Him today, and you know you've got to get your life right with God, I want to lead you in a very simple prayer. It's a prayer of surrender. No matter where you are right now, I want you to pray it with me. Pray it out loud. And, and, and I'll lead you in it. You repeat it after me. But this is your prayer. This is your moment. Are you ready? No matter who you are, where you're from, what you've done, you pray this prayer. Say these words. Say, God, today, I surrender my life to You. I know that I've sinned. I know I've messed up. But I believe, Jesus, You died for me. So right now, I turn from my old way of life and I turn to you. I ask you to come in, forgive me of all my wrongs, and make me brand new today. I choose from this day to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, friend, if you prayed that prayer, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for doing that. And church, thank you for joining in on today's service. God bless you.